0: Welcome to, officially, episode two of the <laughs> Dave Dies at the End podcast.
1: Yes. Wow. I mean, second episode already. Wow. Um, where where t- does time fly, honestly? Sound like an old man.
0: <laughs> well, so, I mean, talking about where the time flies.
1: Yeah, 33 years ago that uh, Coming to America hit the, the silver screens and... Um, was a a classic to some people. Now, I'll admit to everyone here listening that I never saw it uh, originally. But when I heard about um, the news of other stuff to come, that um, I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to give this a go. So I did take a a gander at this film.
0: Yeah, we've been quite lucky in that i coming to America the 2021 uh sequel um, with
1: the same name basically with but with the same
0: name um yeah it was um it was released on Amazon Prime on Friday just
1: past exclusively on Amazon Prime.
0: Exclusive and for free as well no uh charge just yeah. free for those with Prime memberships
1: I was um, actually quite impressed by that because I was totally expecting a surplus charge just like Disney Plus did for Milan well but, I mean uh,
0: we, we recently paid for um willie's wonderland as well to watch that
1: oh oh yeah i mean no expense uh, um it will stop <laughs> us from actually watching a good old film yeah but uh yeah it was just one of those things where i was totally expecting a second charge on top but anyway i'm glad that that wasn't the case yes. yeah it's
0: it's hard to um turn your nose up at a free film uh <laughs> let, let's talk back about the original coming to america
1: yes okay uh well I, I was not expecting much f- from the film i mean uh i haven't heard much about it originally okay. i did not um yeah th- uh, no one's gone to me and said oh have you ever watched coming to america yeah you know, it's a great comedy uh, and yeah. um and you know at that point i was like thinking well if i've not heard nothing about it then i can't set my expectations up high so I went in, in all honesty, with low expectations. And I'll be quite honest with you, I was actually quite surprisingly taken with the film. It was um, really, really um, interesting. <laughs> wholesome, you could say. Yeah, uh, it was wholesome.
0: I, I don't remember the first time I had watched it. Um, but yeah, for, for me as well, for, for our homework, just. Doing a little recap of it, um, you remember some of the lines, some of
1: the some of the gags. Um, For someone who hasn't seen it before, all the gags were pretty. Yeah, you know, taking it, it took me by surprise, and it was pretty good. But I have to say that if I did see it a second time, I could yeah, I I could just imagine like going, oh yeah, <laughs> I know that yeah, yeah yeah. So I got yeah.
0: So. No no no, I I think it's it's aged um, relatively well to be honest. I think. Some of the morals that the the story touches on um, are still relevant today, hmm. about, you know, finding your own path, not sort of being determined by, you know, what the rules are or
1: I did feel like, obviously, at the very beginning, he was like the stereotypical kind of "I know nothing of the real world" character. I know nothing of what you talk about. You know, I will stand in front of a taxi and nearly get run over because that's how I do things in my country. When I when I'm prince, everyone stops for me. You know, um, but um, the actual character, his morals, his. You know where he's wanting to go in life what he's trying to achieve it's actually really spot on i uh, i think it's it's really not it was re- as you say really wholesome
0: yeah it's um it's it's really good for that purpose i think it's a classic fish out of water story mm. um you know as, as you pointed out a lot of his traditions probably don't translate well to uh, to america particularly um queens where uh, where, yeah. where the film is set um which you know, it's a colorful location. It's full of loud, really odd things for someone that had never been uh, to America.
1: I do, I do like the fact that he just wanted to live in squalor, you know, and it was like looking for the the cheapest and tackiest looking place he could like live in for however many days. I think it was like two, um, four weeks, so about twenty eight days. Or, or something um to, yeah just just for that time being um to actually go and uh, try and find a wife i mean i'd love to be able to do the same just like go ha. Oh, you know what i'm gonna go and find a wife you know and you know where i could do that within a, a month or 28 days or however long he set out to do oh uh, the answer's no <laughs>
0: so. there's some very interesting scenes um, around this which the um the sequel actually does do a recap of um the famous nightclub scene oh yeah where they're where they're sort of like sat at a table and they're talking to prospects speed dating, <laughs> speed dating yeah um it's funny it's got some quite interesting characters i think is it Peaches, the rapper she does like a, a cameo Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's also quite a fun thing i mean like I'd, I'd forgotten about some of these aspects of the films but um Eddie Murphy and Asino Hall I think his name is um they do a lot of dressing up in it
1: yes um, uh, I do love the fact that they like take on the part of so many different characters and uh, some of them were really really funny especially like the old guy in the in the barber.
0: The, the barbershop gentleman, yeah, is yeah. amazingly funny. Uh, I didn't even realize the little kid sitting um, in the chair getting his haircut was Cuba Gooden Jr.
1: I know. Uh, when I saw him, I, I was just like, oh my God, he's yeah. so young. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was so many familiar faces which um, I've seen before. But uh, the one which I didn't, I, I, I think I had seen, but I can't picture where. Was his psychic um, the guy, the the attendant which he went to America with? Um, I'm just trying to remember his name. Uh, Uh, So semi, yeah, semi, that's it. Yeah, semi. Uh, That's
0: Casino Hall. Um, I mean, he was the perfect uh, wingman for him. You know, he he kept reminding him we shouldn't be living like this. We are royalty.
1: I know it's like he should not be doing manual labor like this. It's like, but I like being uh, getting down to my roots. It's like,
0: I like I mean, that. I mean, there's the famous line uh, when Prince Hakim stands on the balcony and he's like, "Behold, <laughs> this is real life." I think we've been designed <laughs> for far too long, and some guy just shouts, "Hey, fuck you!" <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. It's so good. Uh, there's also that scene where he's like singing out loud in the middle of the neighborhood uh, uh, when he's he is had in his, love. yeah his kiss and and he's in love and um everyone in the whole neighborhood is just him to shut up Uh, just like keep quiet keep it down out there what are you doing you know all this kind of thing just uh, actually you know that would be what i'd be doing i'd be shouting out my window if someone was singing so loud at the however time in the morning you know
0: it's not been an issue too much recently with COVID, but um, no, looking, true. looking forward to that starting again on June twenty second. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What did you think of the story uh, on the original?
1: Um, so, uh, the story I thought was pretty pretty good. Um, I mean, it, it, seemed, it seemed to have a good flow. There's plenty of um, jokes in there, you know, ones which were ob- obvious and ones which weren't. In the sense of, like, there's some which just come out and are basically slapstick or, um, you know, predictable. Mm -hmm. And then there's others which were totally not predictable. It's like, just to give you an idea of ones which weren't predictable, was the fact that, you know, throughout the whole of the first film that they were uh, highlighting about that haircut... Uh, which everybody was wanting at the time. Oh god, that haircut oh, was the
0: perm. Yes,
1: yeah, that was horrible. It was something like Jerry Kills, I think they were called uh, Glow Flow. Yeah, Glow Flow. Yeah, uh, and it, uh, yeah, I can imagine in the eighties that that was a, the the style, you know. But oh my gosh, that did not age well. That style, anyway. But it was the fact that. Um, uh it was that part where uh, they were in the house um and the guy, uh, the the boyfriend of the girl which eddie murphy was trying to get with with lisa you know the lisa's boyfriend um well it hit, yeah when the, he was doing the proposal for the engagement Um, and he got all his family to stand up, and they had all the sweat patches on the back of the seats. I was like, oh, God, I can actually imagine that. It's like, oh, that's so terrible. That was such
0: a good joke, Matt.
1: Yeah, I know. And And you see, that's the kind of subtle joke which I like, and that got me bawling. I was laughing out loud on that one.
0: The, the reveal that yeah, all of them have been wearing it, and they're just leaving these patches.
1: It's also the wet look as well, and I'm guessing that they obviously was had to. It, it's it's a very tactile joke. Yeah, it is it, just it is so subtle. It was so well placed. It was brilliant, and I just I, that's that's the kind of humor I like. I like the kind of things which make you uh, go, "That's a good joke." I like that. Um, but the. Yeah, the, I say the rest of the film. Yeah, you know, the, the actual humor in it was was good. I really liked it, and I thought the flow to the film was really good. I didn't feel like there was anything which was like cut out or.
0: But there was no scene that sort of overstayed its welcome. really. No,
1: exactly. Um, I, I say it, it just felt like a really nice flow to the whole story. I never felt like at one point going, "Oh, this uh, part of the story is." boring please skip you know um and i i thought i thought it was this good would i say it was one of the best comedy films i've ever seen no but i would say i'd definitely watch it again
0: yeah um i mean i'd I'd be happy to recommend this yeah Uh, same i think i gave it a a four out of five it's it was very fun and that has been uh sort of Bearing in mind when it was released and the type oh, yeah. of humor well, that sort of sat in it,
1: yeah. For someone who's never seen it before, I would give it about a three point five. Honestly, um, it was it was definitely it was I say um, wholesome and pretty good, um, but I say not the most impressive comedy, but definitely definitely good. So
0: you um, so something that. Uh, I think it's glaringly obvious after watching the, the sequel.
1: Oh, yes. Um,
0: is the the tone of the film. It felt very much like this is a film about America at the time. It I think it, it might have been a, a 15 plus or an 18. So some of the language is a bit coarse. Yes. I think it's it's appropriate for, for the time it was shot. But something that um, I thought was quite interesting was the amount of set design and attention to music. Um, I think Mm. in every scene you see Prince Akeem, he is always wearing something that is almost like contrasting the background where he is Mm. stood. True. Sort of like uh, exaggerating the fact that this isn't his country. Yes. And it's him trying to
1: fit in. I was just going to say that I do remember one time on, I think it was like the first time I personally went to America that I ended up buying something like a a t-shirt, which was like of San Francisco or something, because that's where I first ever went to to America, um, was to San Francisco. Long story, not gonna go into it, but um, I did feel like, like looking back at it now, I do feel like Eddie Murphy was back there just standing out like a sore thumb wearing the you know the city's merchant in the city. It, it, that basically shouts you are not from here. But it's like I love New York badges and like the cap of of a, a cap the the big um, baseball jacket and,
0: all the patches know. on yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Everything shouting, you know, New York, you know, that is not how you blend in. This the style of of how he was going for was definitely. He, no matter what he tried to do, he, ne- he never really blended in. Even like the uh, uniform he had at M- McDo- it so what what was it? Mc- McDowell's. McDowell's, yeah, uh, that's the one. Um, was you know the fact he was wearing a bow tie as a as a janitor it just shouted everything which where he's like yeah this guy just does not know how to blend in
0: yeah he he, he comes from a completely different background and he's he's doing his best in his way um it, it's it's nice it's wonderful um something that i sort of did pick up as well and like it was very symmetrical um both him and lisa um they sort of they shared similar stories and that's they were being shaped to to do something that wasn't really what they wanted uh, Lisa it was marriage to a guy who has money and for Prince Akeem it was marrying to someone that he loves and it wasn't about the money yeah um, and I think the, the story really ties it up quite nicely um where it's these two opposite but very similar lives um the only difference is like their upbringing really yeah um and I think that type of message and like the the morals that um, Prince Hakim had is is what made him such a charming character. Um,
1: I mean, that's that's the thing. You can't say that his morals were bad. I mean, he, he, it's not like he went and basically slept with everybody in New York before settling with, to go for Lisa. He literally like tried to guide a missile to for his. He his
0: went daughter. to find his love. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, you know, the, 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 I feel like the attitude, you know, like, like as Lisa said at, uh, when he was on the date, like, you know, he had a sort of regal sense to him and that like every kind of issue in the world was just below him you know and it was just not worth his time yeah and that's the kind of attitude you should take to the world that you know if someone gets up in your face about something or if if life gets you down you should just be like it's beneath me i'm just gonna just move on and get on with my life you know and just keep on smiling keep on you know going with a positive attitude um I don't feel like that's a bad thing at all.
0: Yeah, and I think that's why it's probably cherished so much. I think a lot of people find, you know, different meanings from the film. Probably a lot of... It's raised a good generation, you could say. I don't know. Um, But I think that probably brings us quite nicely into the second film. Um,
1: Yeah, well, well, I think it's about time we start talking about the second film anyway, because this is the headline act Uh, since it got announced um we found about out about it like two weeks ago and this is what our today's uh episodes all about is the sequel the uh
0: 2021 film um by director craig brewer
1: yes coming to america
0: um i i wasn't Particularly familiar with him, um, having mm-hmm. a look up. I think he had done Hustle and Flow and the remake of Footloose. I I didn't know about this. Um, never heard about it.
1: I didn't even know there was a remake of Footloose. But...
0: We can we can talk about it another time. Uh, something that was quite interesting um, that was brought up is that how quite likes to use uh, music as a motif. Um,
1: mm. I, 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 you could definitely feel that throughout this film.
0: And. Thinking back to the opening ceremony sort of scene, um,
1: and then... Well, just as a quick interruption, I know that everyone has said we don't need to do this, but spoilers for those ahead, you know, if you uh, um avoiding to hear spoilers, but then again, if you're coming to listen to this podcast, you're probably going to be listening to this anyway. So anyway, just putting out there. Sorry, please go ahead. The, the palace.
0: Doing your due diligence. Yeah, so... um Oh, well we didn't even talk about Mufasa. Um
1: Oh yeah, James Earl Jones. James
0: Earl Jones, sorry, yeah. Um his the, the father.
1: The voice of Darth Vader himself.
0: Yeah, so the the sort of opening to the sequel is the ceremony ceremonial funeral. He sort of oh. realized he was going to die. Yeah. Um so wanted to sort of pass on his his sort of knowledge and well he sets up the film in that he Points out to Prince Akeem that you have no heir to the throne.
1: He also points points out that he's trying to make out that Prince Akeem is a weak son because of the fact that he only gave daughters as offspring. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: already, I'm, I was I was like, oh, so this is what we're doing, huh?
1: Yeah. This um, is this is 2021, and yeah. the main topic is about sexism.
0: Yeah. Um, it. I think that there was probably something they could have done with that. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, we'd already been established that he has three really strong uh, independent daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the eldest, um, you know, she was... They were they were fighting hand-to-hand combat. They were all having a good time. He loved his daughters. The mother loved his daughters. Um, it just sort of came out of nowhere. And it's like, ah. Oh, you know, when you die, you're going to need a man to go on the throne.
1: It, it did seem like, oh, Prince Sakin didn't uh, know, didn't say, didn't uh, know, what? Didn't know that he had to have a male heir to, uh, you know, take over from, from his father. And it did seem a bit ridiculous that there wasn't like some sort of like, oh, well, uh, when my dad dies, yeah, I'll be king and then I can just uh, say, nah, never mind, you know, what he says, just ignore him. You know, we're going my way now. No, no, no.
0: Yeah, particularly like from the original film where he sort of, you know, didn't agree with his dad about marrying the first woman that was brought to the palace, you know, the princess from mm. uh, Nextopia,
1: is that what they called? called? Uh, yes, uh, I think it's uh, Nextdoria.
0: Nextdoria, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, I love that name. I, uh, yeah, uh, it's about as good as uh, the Avatar, uh, or you know the, you know, the James Cameron's uh, Avatar's film of uh, Unobtainium.
0: Unobtainium, that rare metal. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. It's that um, rare. It's like, Unobtainium.
0: So yeah, um, we we had this sort of had this um, plot set up. We we know Akeem from the first. Um, episode well from the first original film <laughs> yeah. that um, yeah that he had he had his own beliefs his own morals he married Lisa who is a strong woman that doesn't want to fall into like this is what you have to do this is what you must do yeah. um, it sort of seemed so out of their characters yeah. to just accept that
1: as a fact uh, I feel I feel like. Apart from the fighting at the very beginning, the whole uh, oh and uh, the king's death, you know, Mephasa's um, death, King Joffa, sorry, sorry, yeah, King Joffa's death, sorry. um, and yeah, part, so apart from them two scenes, the rest of it seemed very out of place because Lisa had became basically become the well the princess but might as well be acting like queen you know yeah yeah um the daughters were all stuck up like because i'm the princess i must I must be entitled to everything you know kind of thing
0: yeah did not they have a um a petal bearer um... oh
1: yes they did they definitely did which i thought they would have got yeah, like I'm pretty God sure Riddle. Prince
0: Akeem didn't want that anymore. Um... Um,
1: but yeah, the um, but the, I, I did like the setup for the story in some ways. Um, I mean, uh, I, I'll get back to the funeral in a second because I want to talk about that. That to me was something I really want to talk about. Yeah, um, okay. but. You know the the, the story setup of basically you know you have to have a male heir yes there's that sexism in there but uh you must fly back to america to try and find your uh, uh, your son you know, your illegitimate son uh, and uh you know and see if you can persuade him to come back to be a prince um
0: okay um before you go on let's just talk about that the illegitimate son
1: oh yeah um,
0: because i felt again i'm not sure if that it didn't really work for me um <laughs> they they joked about the fact that he got date raped
1: yes by so the, his, um, his advisor you know his um, well i'm, his I'm not sure
0: if that i i think um the, the woman, um, I, I forget her character name. She she was smoking weed. Oh yeah. She gave him some to smoke, and then he's re- recollecting his memory about how mm. oh, there was a there was a stampede, and then there was a wild boar. Oh yes. And then it cuts to actually what did happen, yeah. and I don't remember him saying yes, I want to have sex with you. That's true. <laughs> so it was it was a little bit date rapey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a scene just slightly after where he was explaining to his wife, Lisa, like, I'm sorry, uh, but I have an an illegitimate son. And she starts, like, yelling at him.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, that, that to me was so badly written, that scene. I mean, I can understand... For the results, because there was that joke which they had where it's like, I'm not going to keep any more secrets from you, Lisa. And it's like, they they both burst in. It's like, and that's the last one. <laughs> that's no more surprises. That's it. No more surprises. And um, at the same time, it, it made no sense. It's like, this, just the whole thing was a bit like a whirlwind for Eddie, Eddie Murphy's character, you know, that he... Basically, he's frustrated into being the king, like very quickly, very, quickly. You know, he's basically told that he has to be king, or else, you know, to, sorry, act as king, or else um, that you know, next will declare war on on their nation. You know, and they'll come and assassinate him in his sleep.
0: Yeah, he he needs to be. Acting king and have an heir to the throne.
1: Yes. Otherwise, yeah,
0: they'll they'll declare
1: war. That's right. And then it's like you know, on his father's deathbed, you know, it was not like just his father, but it was also his advance uh, who both had known about this illegitimate son and revealed to Akeem literally at that point that he had one. Uh, that, that it was seen in a prophecy, and um, and that they know of, of who it could be. And it's like this is the first he's ever heard of it. First he ever knows of it. For all he knows, you know, anything which uh, happened outside, you know, outside of uh, Zamunda.
0: Zamunda, yes,
1: yep. Yeah. Uh, anything outside of Zamunda was stays out of Zamunda. You know, so. Yeah, you know, it, he, he didn't know anything about it, really. Um, and so it's this kind of thrown into one situation into another situation, then having to explain to his wife how this has happened when he doesn't even really know himself. Yeah. So th- that's where it gets me as a bit like, why is Lisa upset and angry at him for this? He didn't know about it. He's about as upset and angry as she was. And yet, it's it's all it's all his fault. It's like, and even when he admits that it was his, his advisor who had done this to him. Yeah, they went they went out to go find some women. Yeah, yeah, like it was his plan to try and fa- go and find these women, uh, and this happened. That she doesn't get angry with with the advisor. Yeah, Lisa doesn't get angry he, he, she gets angry at, at uh, akim himself
0: they do try to resolve that almost the exact uh scene after yes which is True. it's really strange again it, it just felt a little bit wobbly uh, some of the mm-hmm. uh, the writing on this um, yes but yeah so th- that sort of sets up the plot of the film he has to go back to America to go find his heir and the thing is as well it like if you compare it to the first one when they were in america they sort of you know they they went to all different locations um it wasn't just the barber shop and some some church i think you know towards the end of the film so i I mean i can only remember like two or three locations when they were actually Mm. in america um and even when back in zamunda i think most of the films either inside the palace or
1: out in the jungle
0: yeah where the the lion was but we'll get to that a bit later
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're we're laughing because we know what's to come so (laughs) um but
0: well when they introduced the son i actually think the actor he 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 did well for what he was probably given yes
1: i i i I agree with that i actually really liked the actor who played the son of keem i i I thought that that at first i thought it was just going to be an annoying character that he was going to just be that that guy who no one's going to like. And then he sort of has that, I don't know, what what, what would you call it? Like a millennial or... He, um, he was
0: the fish out of water in reverse. Like, yes. He's the guy that was so, I guess, what is it? Woke? Everyone uses these things. and um, Possibly.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Him coming back to Africa was going to be the humor or i thought that's what the film was going to be sort of like played around with in Mm. that because they're so steeped in tradition back in zimunda it's going to be hard for him to adapt and they sort of touched upon it about him doing his princely walk and oh it was activities wasn't it
1: Um, i'm from queens and i'll and i'll walk out like this way
0: yeah whether it landed well i'm not sure um and I, I don't think it's really the actor's fault at all. or
1: No, 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 no. Um, I think it, it's, it's also I think it's also trying to appeal to as many audiences as possible as well. I think that's also one of the kind of biggest faults of modern films is where they try to make it as targeted to all different types of audiences as possible. So that they get some sort of relate, you know, related feel to it. I don't, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but at the same time, I do feel like when you spread uh, your ta- target audience so far, that it just doesn't it doesn't work as well as you would want it to. Um,
0: I think you, you touched on something quite interesting there, and I think that's really um, what I felt the story was. It was. There were so many like threads they wanted to explore. Um, and mm. maybe it was just too there was too much going on for it to to, to work in a single film.
1: There was a lot of um, Yeah, trying to be nostalgic to the original film. Um, or nostalgia, sorry, nostalgia to the original film. But they kind of forgot to make it an original film. <laughs> um and that's, that's the kind of sad thing about it, is the fact that you had so much potential of like, introducing funny new characters or funny new cameos or funny new dra- dress-ups from Eddie Murphy. Um, and you know, it, was all, it all got lost on being nostalgic of trying to bring back every single character which was in the first film. And, and I, I'm not joking, that pretty much every single one who was involved, apart from maybe Lisa's ex-boyfriend... Um, Which is a
0: bit disappointing, actually.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was actually kind of disappointed about that. Um, were Was uh, not involved. Sorry, was involved. <laughs> was involved with the film.
0: Interestingly, though, it, everyone... Um... But King Jaffy Joffa's wife, um, Prince Akeem's mother. Oh yes. Who sadly, I think might not have not be alive. Um,
1: I I don't know. Um, to be honest, that's not something which I've looked up. But to be honest, it, uh, for 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 the possibility of it being true, I thought, well, it's it's kind of I'll, I'll just leave that alone.
0: <laughs> she, she she was such a, a decent character, and you know, yes, a, a lot of a lot of the motivations that that Prince Akeem had um, was because his mum sort of like helped him they they even sort of referenced that at the end of this film oh as yeah well.
1: well I mean if you think about the first film you know how much of a different you know like breath of fresh air you know um, the king's wife so the queen was um, that she was the one who was like What's wrong, baby? You know, tell me. You know what's on your mind, and we'll, you know, listen. Whilst the king was just basically stuck to his iron ways of <laughs> one way, and that's it. You know, it's this is how it's been for generations, and this is how it's always going to be. Now, quiet woman.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, she was the sort of the spark that gave, you know, Prince Akeem the. The momentum to to move forwards in the story mm. um so it was a bit of a shame that she she wasn't um present
1: yeah uh, i feel like um she would have been a nice addition to the film but at the same time it was nice that they kind of brought it up uh, brought yeah. her up um and i thought that scene where he was mopping the floor uh, uh, i think that was a really nice callback that yeah i do too i really liked that i thought it was just a nice scene there with uh, his father-in-law really hard uh, who actually that, yeah yeah who i actually thought had grown his his father-in-law had grown up you know in my yeah. opinion that he was no longer the kind of sh- the shrewd business salesman who was just trying to provide for his family you know by stealing ideas from MacDonald. Yeah, uh, sorry. the McFlurry Although, is nothing like the McFlurry. We put the toppings they, they on the bottom. The film with that.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. He he really sort of helped him understand. You know that you know life is changing, mm. and yeah, you have to sort of adapt with it. You know.
1: Yeah, and and the thing is that it's funny how out of all the characters you could have thought about in the from the first film that it would be the father-in-law who basically was the one who guided him the right way. And and I thought that was quite touching. I I really did. I thought it was just like, that's just lovely. He asks
0: um, Prince Akeem, well, what would your mother do? Uh, What would your mother Mm. say?
1: Um... The only person who actually has a a decent sense of uh, heart and brain in the... (laughs) So that that, that gets to a point where I, I feel like one of my biggest beefs with the film was the kind of instant instant transportation from America and back to Africa?
0: It's like, didn't they take the private jet though? I'm sure there was a joke yes. about that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, yes. Well, exactly. The, the, the you know the, his. Um, oh, you know we haven't even mentioned about the the other the the second wife or the well, it's not really his second wife. It's his second mother. There we go. The. Um, the, I can't remember her name, but she was in Ghostbusters, the remake.
0: That's right, yes. Um...
1: But yeah, um, yeah, she went stole his private jet. So him being able to get to America so quickly was a lot of rubbish. I know it kept with the flow of the story, but seriously, it felt like Queens was basically next door to Africa. Yeah.
0: yeah um yeah incredibly quick leslie jones that's her name oh okay yeah um she she pretty much played the same character that i had seen in ghostbusters um, yes but again she's she's working with what she's given i think um i'm not sure if i've read this um like if if this is made up or one, but I'd, I'd seen that some of her lines are like just improv um oh really yeah which which might explain some of the scenes i'd I don't know. It's it's hard to always gauge with these types of films because you want to let your comedians sort of be themselves. I think that's what sells some of their characters.
1: Yes. Um, bitch, say what? Stuck like up bitch, say what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, that was yeah, that was weird.
1: I, I mean, to be honest, she was a bit of. A, I felt she was a bit of an out of place character. I mean, that would explain why. you know, if she done all the kind of lines and bits improv then it could explain why she was so out of place yeah
0: but i did feel rash. like
1: the yeah but i did feel like the chemistry between her and the you know the son the, Lavelle. yeah yeah Lavelle, uh was actually really good yeah. i really liked that that um relationship there
0: That family, um, you know, the the Queen's family, I think there was a really good chemistry um, their side. And I guess it also makes me think like maybe there was a little bit of sort of missed opportunity with the format of the film where they Mm. they were trying to explore that side of it. And, you know, this is how a Queen's family, you know, works compared to a King's family. Um, You know, if you're looking for that sort of symmetry from like the, the original film. Mm. Um, but yeah they i think there was just too much going on um you know he was I, uh,
1: yeah i feel like there was, there was too much to touch on with too little time
0: i mean we haven't even really talked about the three daughters and
1: true but there's not really much to talk about with them i mean the two of them were completely forgotten about you know i i second.
0: can only remember the the older Um, sister because it was Mika I think she had what four lines in the film and there was probably a really good opportunity to get her involved a bit more I I thought what could be quite nice maybe if she was sort of like coming to America uh, with a keen to help track down this Mm -hmm. her her supposed replacement and the sort of dynamic (laughs) that brought because you know she was angry about it
1: Um, oh very angry
0: and as well, you should be like, it, it wasn't her right to be queen, but because of rules no. and because of silly traditions, she couldn't.
1: Well, the thing is that at the same time, she should know that. She should know it wasn't the traditions for her to become queen. So why would she expect to work, work to become queen? I mean, don't get me wrong.
0: You know why that Absol- is, though.
1: I absolutely agree. That is screenwriting. <laughs> yeah. That's the I reason. I mean... <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I I feel like, obviously, as a character, as in that universe, she probably was the best candidate to become the next ruler of the country, yeah? Not
0: that, not that we were shown, we were just told that.
1: Oh uh, Well, uh, I don't know. I, I think she was the only one who had a clear, sensible head on her shoulders, honestly, uh, even though she was very childish in the terms of, like, oh, I was going to be queen, you yeah. know. But anyway... Um, at the same time, I just felt like, um, yeah, she wasn't giving enough screen time. And her character, just you just didn't really care that much for the daughters at all.
0: No, the, the film didn't allow us.
1: No. I mean, like, even, like, the one thing which I was very impressed with at the very start was that I think the little girl, the, you know, the girl who was the youngest daughter, actually did her own flips and stunts
0: oh right wow, okay
1: i think um and yeah you didn't get to really see any of that especially that fight scene in the bar Yeah, like the bar slash throne room slash whatever place it was in the palace with, uh, with wesley snipes it, it, it just, that, that fight scene seemed very
0: sloppy so to me the the, the reason why there was Three girls was it was literally a plot device to say he prince Akeem has been unlucky in getting yes. a guy that was that was the only reason why there was three because he could probably have had just one um
1: and that, that would have been sufficient enough for, for the story plot
0: yeah exactly right um
1: it, it, it did feel a bit like yeah just to reinforce a point it was um it was there and uh, yeah, I it, say it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, such a shame um, that I did feel like a, 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 quite a few characters just got lost. Some were not necessary whatsoever, including that singer at the end. Or oh, you know, um, yeah, I, I, who who was who was dressing up as a singer? I can't, I can't remember. Was it uh... Randy? Yeah, Randy. That was actually Eddie Murphy again. Randy
0: Watson. Yeah,
1: Randy Watson. I, I did, definitely did not feel like that was necessary. Um, I, th- I thought it was a nice touch, but at the same time, it was just like, really you could have at least brought in like a, a different kind of Queens kind of like a new modern Queens kind of cabaret singer dress up, you know, from Eddie Murphy and I thought it'd be quite funny.
0: I think, I think that's quite an interesting point you've, you've, you've mentioned there and um, like, for maybe the terms of the tone of the film how much do they want to sort of retread the past yeah. versus bringing in new culture and you know that that matches the plot of the film it is about adapting. i know
1: and that's the funny thing um so you've
0: got these two threads pulling at either way maybe that that maybe to me that's the issue with the film i found
1: yes um yeah it's funny how yeah the, the whole point of the film is that Uh, Akeem basically inherits his father's will and thus starts sort of acting like him and, you know, behaving like in the old-fashioned way of doing everything the same way. That's right. And yet the film doesn't take heed to its own lesson.
0: Yes. Yeah, no, that's very interesting. Um, So, uh, well, okay. So um, what is his name? The problem, I think... Is again, there's so many characters, it's really hard to remember them all. Um, Lavelle, oh, yes. so Lavelle Johnson. He, he's 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 brought back to Zemenda and you know, it's about preparing him to sort of take that place as heir to the throne to become the new prince. That's right. Um, so there was this really awkward scene, um, which uh, I'm wondering if, you're, if you'll remember this, but he is asked by the three washers which there was a funny joke about this in the previous film about how they they were royal washers and it was to imply that because they're royal they they don't do anything themselves Mm -hmm. but they gave it a bit of a sexual twist in this one
1: well well i don't know i mean there was there was also there was a sexual twist in the original as well
0: oh yeah but it it was played for laughs because of the fact that they also don't wipe their asses. so like to me it's like oh yeah they're they're so royal they don't have to wash or masturbate i think that was yes. the joke for that film back then but in this film it was like oh so i could have three of you naked mm-hmm. at the same time and then it cuts to a scene where uh, um leslie jones she is in like a spa
1: yeah like a massive, massive big bath yeah <laughs>
0: yeah and uh, i mean i don't know if you. If, if you felt this but I could tell something dodgy was going on here.
1: oh yeah uh, absolutely uh, 100% I was ex- um, you, you know something I was expecting three I know I,
0: yeah I was expecting more than just one guy
1: yeah but um, <laughs> playing motorboats <laughs> that was such a
0: strange scene Yeah, and I think it's just comparing it back to the original maybe maybe that's the, where the issue lies for me I'm, I'm comparing it too much to the original
1: well th- there is that but I do actually agree with you with Because, so, this is how I interpreted the, the, like, both the original and the new one. So, the original, the bathers were there to, you know, uh, not just bathe, but to to pleasure as well. And that was the joke, the running joke through um, the film, because, you know, when um, Semi gets in trouble at the end of of the first film... Oh that was a brilliant scene. That was probably the best scene in the whole film was him opening the door to the king and going ah <laughs> and slamming in the door.
0: Oh that was so funny. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um but then him getting in trouble and the, the yeah, king just basically king jaffa um just telling him right go to the hotel get robed you know get bathed you know and this is your punishment yeah and this big smile on his face is like oh, thank you thank you my king <laughs> yeah. and it's like i'm sorry yes i will not do it again uh, I just thought that 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 was a brilliant set of a term. I just loved that. That that's a, re- a great running joke.
0: And that yeah, and that's the point about because they're royal.
1: Yeah, but the one thing which I, I think people forget, um, or I know that seems a bit uh, of a, a weird statement coming from somebody who just watched the both films recently. But
0: which films? <laughs>
1: Coming to America and coming to America.
0: Yeah. Right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah gotcha. Uh,
1: that, um, you yeah, know, King, King Jaffa, uh, is that Jaffa, sorry, yeah, King Jaffa, will say that the the dining table at the very beginning of the film uh, said to Prince Sakim saying, I don't know about you, but I used to have sex with my bavers. Uh, and, uh... Yeah, and I say that that um, that 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 made me wonder about the whole story plot with this this one. Thinking about illegitimate childs.
0: Ah, um, oh, now that could have actually been quite an interesting setup.
1: Yeah, but obviously not. Anyway, but that's fine because obviously Prince Akeem in that film, in sorry, in the first film, was not doing that kind of thing with his babies because you could obviously tell that he was not. Um, that verse you know in 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 that kind of act yeah so you know he, he was uh definitely not looking for uh sowing his oats as it as i keep on referring to in the film his royal oats yeah. yeah um but um yeah in the second film uh i feel like the bathing joke had kind of got past the kind of joke, especially when you think about what Prince Akeem and Lisa was trying to accomplish when they got back yeah. to uh, Zamunda. That you know, they the, the trying to get rid of the petal the, the thrower you know, uh, droppers, you know, as you mentioned at the very beginning of this, you know, trying to change the way, you know, the, the society is you know, done in the whole of the kingdom. You know, which I think uh, you know. Talking, you know, we'll get onto the hairdresser, you know, in a second. Um, but then it's like you know, the whole bavers is basically, um, you know, I feel like should have been the thing which didn't didn't need to be there but at the same time it was a it was a great scene it was great for the prince to become a prince you know <laughs> and uh yeah I, I, I say the joke was good it is just that the the thoughts the story, like the the structure of the story kind of lost it a little uh, at that point as well as, as others Anyway, sorry yes the hairdresser
0: so yeah this is another thread that they've just started in the film um it's we've been sort of like thinking okay so he's going to be doing uh doing all of these princely tasks and things so that he can become the next heir to the throne um we've already established that that would mean he's going to have a suitor which by the way um this is this is the daughter yeah. of Wesley Snipes general Izzy who by the way um every scene for me he oh he,
1: he was brilliant he, he was just fantastic
0: i cannot believe like how fun he made this role um i don't know how it was directional just you know i want to try something
1: <laughs> well I, I could just imagine like um going basically yeah this is the scene this is the line how you want to enter how you want to do things is your your choice you just go with it
0: some of their dancing was
1: insane. Oh, like the way they it was amazing.
0: Um, and it sort of reminds me that, like, I think I've only ever seen him outside of Blade in another sort of comedy role. Uh, was White Men Can't Jump?
1: Um, I've not seen that, but uh, yeah, I have seen Blade and I, 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 love, I loved him in that, but the, you know, obviously, the no pun intended here, but both, uh, Films are definitely black and white. So when it comes to uh, the differences uh, here, that's, you know, that Wesley Snipes so serious in Blade, so serious. uh, Whilst here, he's absolutely completely different and it works.
0: It's a really interesting character. Yeah. Oh, he,
1: this is such, such a great, yeah. I I do agree with you. Uh, He just stole the scenes. Every he, time yeah, he, he brought an
0: energy to what felt like quite a flat performance, otherwise, <laughs> in, in yeah. like, yeah, whenever he was you know coming in to cause a bit of uh tension for like Prince Akeem and like sort of that plot arc, it, it just felt like there was more energy. Um, it tried to move the plot forward, but at the same time, it didn't really. It was just like, ah, oh, so this, this is still happening in the background, yeah. Like, the, the threat of, if you don't get an heir, this kingdom's mine.
1: Yeah, we'll come and kill you. Yeah. yeah.
0: He, he was a bit of a rascal, you could say.
1: Yes. I did, he did come across as that. I did love him at the beginning where he's telling the story, you know, to the kids. He's like, okay, you go play with your AKs and your, your grenades now.
0: Like, the the, the training montage of uh, Next, Nextoria. Uh, it's like kids playing on those um, dance machines, <laughs> and they've they've got AK forty sevens just hanging on the rails behind them.
1: Oh, it's just so funny! I forgot what the call of Those things where they, you have to hold it with both hands and it gets sh- shaken up and down. But th- those were hysterical just to see so you, like like an army of men training themselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're they're like dumbbells with like rubber edges, or they have got springs on the weights. So you shake it up so, yeah. yeah it's
1: a, shake it up and down it, it looks kind of dodgy you know the emotion but uh that's what i think that was the whole point was just to give that kind of joke of like what what are they training for well you know the way they're not doing anything i'm not surprised they'd be doing that all day yeah
0: but yeah so back to the point it is his daughter that they're trying to set up um with yes. with Lavelle. Uh, Bubba. Oh. Yes, Bubba yes so, um Amazing dress, by the way. I think actually that's one thing I. Oh yeah. Really noticed. The costumes in this um, film, there's still so much care and love involved um, that reminded me of the first film.
1: And uh, oh, wasn't the the scenery, the dressing, the the actual st- some of the haircuts and styles were yeah. amazing. Now. I know it's it sounds a bit of a weird subject to bring up but you know the difference between the prince uh, you know Lavelle um you know uh, and you know from him being queens with that sort of afro yeah. perm and then him getting his haircut is you know to uh, like the cornrows with uh, the, the
0: Wakanda style
1: yeah Wakanda style haircuts yeah it was <laughs> yeah. just absolutely brilliant uh, anyway sorry just something i had to touch on but you know, i i was so impressed by it that there, there was some really
0: nice um like attention to the the costumes and uh, maybe the sets weren't as lavish um, yeah. but the, at least they still spent a lot of time with these sort of larger than life characters which was great um but yeah so he he gets his hair done uh, which nicely brings us on to uh ah what was her name um
1: uh Mika oh, no no that's that, that's, the, that's the daughter sorry um
0: but it it becomes the love
1: interest Oh Mir- Mirimbe Mirimbe in
0: Mirimbe so and I know you're probably going to bring um something up so I'll I'll lead you into it. Um she I think she's the royal hairdresser. Um which means she's probably done the hair for Lisa, the queen. Yep. Which means she's probably spoken about,
1: you know, her ambitions in life. <laughs> yeah. Um I'll let you go on. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah you're right that I do want to go on about it. It's just it's just this kind of silliness of like, oh you know, uh, I have dreams too. Where it's like, okay, well, tell me your dreams. I want to be a hairdresser. It's like, okay, that's fair, fine. You know, no one's taking the mick out of you for wanting to be a hairdresser. It's like, why don't you be a hairdresser? Oh, because the law says I can't. Women cannot start their own businesses. It's like... Wait, what? Well, 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 <laughs> well. What a surprise. Um, the, the, this backwards way of thinking country has... Got yeah, no tolerance for women being independent.
0: Wait, and Prince Akeem and uh, Lisa, who used to run her own business.
1: Yep, well, she did the books.
0: She did the books, yeah. Um, I I was a bit like, hmm, they just put that line in there.
1: Yep, exactly. It It was so unnecessary but i can I, I understand why but yeah i understand it's only why. because of the fact they set it up to be that way from the beginning you know the, that the whole fundamental thing about the whole film was the fact that nothing had changed since um since the first film for 33 years yeah
0: exactly um I mean, presumably it was just waiting for. Oh, by but, the way, is King Jaffy Joffa?
1: So Jaffi Joffa,
0: King King Joffa. So I guess is, are we led to believe that um, under his ruling as well, none of this could change? But then, uh, as soon as I would Eddie think Murphy... so,
1: but uh, I guess that's that must be what it implies.
0: Yeah, and then he his passing allowed Prince Akeem to become the king. Um, along with Lisa becoming the queen. And they were so wrapped up in their business of trying to respect traditions, I guess.
1: Well, I I think, you see, my biggest fundamental flaw of what I think is of the film, uh, how I see the, the biggest fundamental flaw of the film is the fact that everything which happens or what transpires in the whole film is done so quickly Mm -hmm. um so as i mentioned before you know king joffa um that uh you know is dies at the beginning of the film he you know he he makes obviously prince Akeem king Akeem, and but because of the fact that they have um doria threatening war and threatening to kill him in his sleep you know, the, the, he's pushed to, forced to try and find an heir before um, anything happens to him very quickly. And i say, so this sets the precedence of, like, he's thrown into being king literally, like, like, so quickly, and then told that he has to try and save his kingdom from, like, next door attacking and um, trying to find an heir for his son because he doesn't want to didn't want to marry um the the woman who ended up being a little uh, like a, a dog for 30 years.
0: Oh, we have <laughs> we have got to talk about that as well.
1: Yes. Um and then, so that was done quickly. Then he finds out he's got a son, which was done really quickly, you know, like you know, he he didn't know anything about it until literally on his that day. On the King's de- de- yeah, King's yeah. deathbed. I know i have talked about this already, but then it goes into further more detail of why this whole film is like all not wrong, but what they're trying to fix in the whole film. Yeah, is the fact that he becomes king. He tries to find his son. He's uh, he's basically trying to make decisions quickly on how to rule the the kingdom. You know, he's trying to make peace with Nix quickly so that um, they can keep on going the way they used to and with that he can only go off bait he can only go off the decisions he thinks would be right and the only basis of those decisions he's got is his father who on how he used to run it and so he tries to act like his father in the in the idea that he um wants to be a strong ruler like he was yeah and I say this is what sets up the whole kind of like, you know, the backwards way of thinking. The, 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 you know, why is he ignoring his family? Why is he, uh, you know, not like, you know, t- thinking about other people's feelings? Because basically he's being thrown into not the deep end, but into the biggest lagoon of, uh, you know, of, of like responsibility. Yeah, you know, in in a matter of a day, yeah, you know, he, he's he, he's become a ruler. He's become a father uh, for the fourth time, say, <coughs> <Sorry. laughs> um, and he's got to save the whole country from a, a dictator from Nixdoria. Uh, yeah, if you were in his shoes, would you actually be able to do better? I think not. I mean, yes, I'm glad that obviously. People try and put him back in his place, and people try and make him think. But that's that's the thing. But people don't think about how he's been put into that position. It's always his fault because of the fact that he's he's obviously making the wrong decisions. But in reality, it's it's basically he's been thrown in responsibility so quickly that he can only do what he can uh, without uh, through trial and error. You know.
0: That sounds like the film I wanted to watch. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that sounds quite interesting as a as a concept. The the fact that he didn't have time to 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 arrange and sort things, and he is trying to honour your dying dad's wishes, but mm-hmm. at the same time be progressive and inclusive of you know today's cultures and standards. Um, did the film really hit that for you?
1: No. <laughs> it it, it, it kind of it basically was like, okay, th- so the way we wanted it throughout the whole of the first film was this kind of moral of the story. Uh, the, 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 the moral of this story literally was uh, the exact same, but literally like in the last... 20 minutes of the film or something and that's it the rest of it was about uh about um you know prince lavelle uh becoming trying to become the person he actually is meant truly meant to be not not someone who his father's trying to make him to be or not the the kind of poor boy who's got no father you know father from queens uh where the way society has forced him to be he's actually trying to become the person he was meant to be so but that isn't king (laughs) no that's prince (laughs) yeah
0: Oh, well, no, I think, I think at the end, um, the, he he agrees to be ambassador to America. I mean, yeah, yeah okay, so we're, we're towards the end of the film now. Um, he's, he's done his three sort of princely tasks. Um, again, it's just one of those parts where it just felt a bit rushed. Um, you have the sort of setup that you need to catch the whisker. Of a lion, oh, yes, um, and that is the test of bravery, and um, to show Ooh, you, yeah, it's like
1: um, yeah, the 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 way the way the prince test works is by um, remembering all your forefathers,
0: yeah, so <laughs> uh, remembering remembering all the people that are past.
1: yeah, um, uh, having a, a swag swat, uh, so a swag walk, a swag walk, well, basically a kingly walk.
0: A kingly walk and then um being able to get a whisker off of a lion
1: yeah whiskers off 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 a sleeping lion it's like uh
0: that escalated yeah
1: Yeah, that that kind of escalated and let's not go on to about the escalation after like one last test (laughs) oh yes um
0: but yeah so there was there was kind of a nice moment there between um mika and Lavelle mm. about, you know, ah, so they're starting to bond a little bit.
1: Well, yeah. the fact that they finally got it off a chest, you know, of, of, of basically what, everything which was wrong about them, you know, yeah. the, that he w- was, you know, basically trying to live up to their expectations and she didn't think anything of, yeah. yeah, she was so stuck up herself <laughs> that she couldn't think about anyone but herself. Yeah. But luckily, I say getting it off her chest became, made a much better character. So. Yeah, um,
0: it was a shame we we had to wait so late to see that. Um, mm. I know. Yeah. I, I, she seemed like quite an interesting character that I, I sort of wish the film
1: did explore a bit more. I know. And yeah. so to say that this film is about, uh, well, has underlying tones and 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 uh men- mentions towards sexism you know regarding the way uh the country is ruled and the way it's treating Patriarchy, you know, how, yeah yeah and then also talking about like um how you know women are treated you know if they're like you know to be used as bartering tools for nations and such that's you know the whole thing about like that, that kind of thing that they did really did not touch far into the female characters of this film. yeah it it kind of it was kind of, I mean, um obviously it was meant to be based around Eddie Murphy. That's fair enough. but I would have loved to have seen more of Mika and of Lisa honestly. Um, I felt like, Lisa was a great character. You know, she was meant to come across as that kind of lovable character in yeah. the first film. And, yeah, a pun intended there. Um, and that, um, you know, Mika being the, the, the head daughter, I would have thought would have been like a chip off the old block. You know, that she would have been just like a mother, you know, like um, headstrong, but um, raring to have a bit of fun. maybe
0: trying to find her place in this sort of male dominated world exactly yeah Uh,
1: trying to push ways of um of in her way of moving forward with her country trying to make it a better place but yet it just it it just seemed to be mainly at the beginning of the film mainly her just going oh i've met the big queen and then off she goes like yeah within within the first five minutes
0: you're set up knowing that she's probably going to be queen at the end of the film. Yes. Um, and we didn't really see why or how it got to there. But yeah. she does become queen at the
1: end. Um, yeah. Well, I'll get some um, instated as the next ruler, you know, yeah, after, after Prince Keem, uh kicks the book. But ho- uh, obviously, let's hope not, not, you know, so.
0: our oh. scene, though, with her um, defending. Um, yes.
1: It was a Slender. good. It was a good scene. It was a good scene in the sense of, um, you know, it, it finally, show, like, showed how. Uh, how she much, was ready. <laughs> yeah, she was ready to fight and such, and she was re- ready to take the steps her father wasn't willing to take. She had been training her entire life, as John <laughs> told us. Yeah, to take down Blade. I mean, sorry, to take down. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, General Izzy. General Izzy. Yeah. yeah. Izzy. Is he? is it not? I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, but yeah. Yes. But <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, but yeah. The, the, but the fight scene itself wasn't that great, as I, as I said before. But you know, the, it was I did, I, quite well. Uh,
0: I, I wasn't, it came out of nowhere for me. I, I didn't even expect to see that in the film.
1: I, I did. As soon as I saw the beginning where the training, uh, I thought there must be, there's going to be a scene doing something.
0: Oh, could you have imagined if Samuel Jackson had showed up then?
1: <gasps> oh yeah, that would have been brilliant. But then again, they did have the the man, the legend, the God himself, Morgan Freeman in it. God himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: we didn't really touch on that scene because no.
1: like, I know yeah. I, I was a bit disappointed, but uh, without it like going on like another half hour long. Oh, yeah. that that scene was just I, I think it has to be like one of the, the best things ever. I mean, just the fact that it's like, you know, I'm going to die soon, son. But my funeral will be absolutely amazing. Yeah, you know, it will be out of this world, and I want to be there to see it. <laughs> I, I, it just the whole scene of getting—I um, uh, forgot who was singing in that whole scene for Salt the and funeral. Pepper were there. <laughs> yeah, oh, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Oh, so so many cameos of like. Of the in vogue, I think. Yeah, in vogue. That's right. Yeah. 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 And so you had Morgan Freeman, and then um, they they had even John Legend at the end uh, in the title sequence, singing the song first film. uh, Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's your sorry, yeah, she's your queen song. You know, Uh, actually,
0: that was a bit of a shame. We didn't get much singing from uh, Oha.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. He it was the <laughs> nice
0: first one. Yeah, um, he, he looked. He looked old, didn't he? Oh,
1: I know. And that, that, that's the other a, other. that's the sad, sad thing was that, um, if that was a stark reminder how old. Like, yeah, it
0: has been since that first film.
1: Yeah, it was just when you saw him at the very beginning, and you saw, uh, and you're like thinking, okay, he's been doing the same shit for. 30 years of waking people up um, by doing things. Which, it had like a royal triangle this time rather than a, a whole orchestra o- waking him up, you know.
0: Well, okay, so you've just really segued this perfectly onto um, let's talk about General Izzy's. Was this his daughter or niece?
1: Oh, it who was has the, been doing something it was, it's for 33 his years.
0: Sister. Yeah. Sister his sister who was yep. hopping and barking for 33 years yep that is disgusting that they, it is disgusting that that they left her doing that and prince Akeem never told her to stop
1: oh i know i i, I mean that was like the cell the whole um, the whole thing at the end it's like oh we finally had peace how did you get peace oh you you broke the curse on my sister. I'm just like, yeah, why, um, why haven't you done so beforehand? I was like, oh, no. Yeah, no. yeah. He's
0: he's ruined. He's completely destroyed this woman's
1: life. Well, yeah. I mean, completely ruined it. Uh, but then again, she didn't really have a, a life or personality to begin with. But still. Her life know,
0: was whatever your life is like. Yeah.
1: Whatever you like, my prince. Yeah. Whatever you like to do, my prince. Whatever you uh, like as a as a hobby, my prince. Whatever
0: films you like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I quite liked yeah. that about the daughter was exactly the same. That that was a nice touch. Oh you know? um, uh, yeah,
0: it's the the training to become a princess, the
1: perfect queen for one. One. Yeah. Yeah, and which is why the, the whole story of the first one like he doesn't want just a mindless sex slave he wants he wants actually to marry someone for love you know and and yet i say uh, at, at the very beginning of the film that was going to be what uh, of the second film i thought that was exactly what the, it wasn't going to happen i thought it was just going to be like the prince being like oh hell yeah i'll take i'll take this uh, fine queen you know
0: It did set that up, and then you know, they they had to change his character arc. And
1: yeah, I'm glad that they did, I'm really glad they did. But um, I kind of wish it wasn't with the hairdresser, it did feel a bit like
0: it was a bit forced.
1: They Uh, it wasn't, well, it wasn't forced, it was more just like sort of not predictable, but just
0: I mean, no time is ever expressed, and it's never shown how long time passing has been. But um, from at least the scenes that we saw them, maybe they had three or four. So let's assume it's around two weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. Well, I don't know how often he's getting his hair cut. Um,
1: well, but I guess that they must get it changed and chopped and like uh, yeah, given new styles almost every day. Probably. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what the schedule is. Um,
0: I think most people, modern people, is it what every three weeks? Or is that is that generous? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to know uh, yeah. with COVID.
1: Well, uh, for, for, for for me, <laughs> well, it's, it's almost been like a month and a half. Or so. <laughs> yeah, and that and now it's seen as a treat. Oh gosh, you know the L- my next lovely haircut. treat to the hairdressers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean, it was for him. Um, yeah, he invite. Well, he wanted to marry her, so yeah. he's like, you know what? You can't start a business in. Um, oh. so why not come to Queens?
1: Yep, um, the land of the free.
0: We can we can marry. We can have a family. We can start a business together. She she agrees to that, and then mm-hmm. um, it's it's a very quick scene. As you said earlier, how do they get there so quick? Yep. He finds her. Uh, well, Prince Akeem finds him. Tells him, you know, the truth. That, oh yeah, well, he didn't. He didn't think of him as a pawn and you can fall in love with whoever you want because that's me that's that's the character you yeah. remember from the first film
1: yeah and, and uh, the the one thing which annoyed me about that was big pause it was like the, the kind of like yes um you go ahead and you know you do what you were trying to do because that's exactly i was in your situation yeah. like well well yeah the whole point was that He was in his situation, and that's exactly what he did. So it just seemed it did. There was, it was a no brainer, especially after he said, you know, like, um, said, like, oh, you know, go and follow what your mum might have said, um, at this point in time. And it's just like, instead, it's just like this kind of unnecessary pause of like him thinking about something, and it's like, there's nothing to think about. Just say it. Just say, yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Again, it's just that they sort of, they they dragged Prince Akeem's character through the dirt a bit. Um, yeah. But I, I, everything gets wrapped up pretty nicely with a bow at the end. Um,
1: yeah, I guess it does. Until the third one, because you can tell that they're, they're thinking about it. Well, you know, coming, the, coming three, America. Mm. Um, a further charm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe we
0: can have a think and uh, let's have some ideas for the next episode. <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe, maybe, maybe.
0: Um, So yeah, uh, it was it was a fun-ish ending. Hmm.
1: Um, it, it was
0: nice, and um, uh, yeah, the Randy showing up. Stole the scene for me.
1: Uh, Not for me. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I just felt like it was unnecessary. Uh, Randy Watson. (laughs) I thought, I felt like some of the characters probably should have died by, like, the, 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 not the cameo ones. The, yeah, like, some of the bar, people in the barber shop should have been dead after 30 years. Especially, Flew them halfway across the country for this wedding as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, the reverend, uh, was was pretty much old by the time they started the first one in 1988 yeah uh, let alone in in 2021 you know.
0: yeah he must have been old
1: um yeah, yeah i mean it, uh, it, was, it
0: was fun cameos I, I oh yeah i did like that the uh the two the two ladies um peaches <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah they they were singing on stage that was nice oh that, that was that yeah. brought a smile to the face
1: but yeah it kind of, it kind of got all nicely wrapped up I feel, I feel but um would you say it was better than the first
0: Ooh, hell no no
1: yeah. uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't think it did um unfortunately i think it, it tried too much to be like the first and they forgot the whole point of the first, um, and only just about remembered it at the very end. <laughs> uh, and so I mean, if if I gave the first film about three point five out of five uh, yeah three point five out of five for my rating, I'd probably give this one about a two point five or or maybe a generous 3.
0: Oh, okay. So um, I think I, I rated the the first film four out of five, and I thought there was a lot of a lot of charm. And uh, revisiting the film, I, I, I can see why it's so uh, universally liked. Um, there's a lot going good in that film. Everything yeah. everything feels so humble and honest, down to earth. Mm. It, it's it's a story of someone not you know wanting to follow.
1: Um, the path being laid out for him
0: exactly exactly right um i think this film it, it struggled to find what it is it was trying to say um yes because i mean there was there was three different things going on i think the film that you sort of br- brought up about prince Akeem and his sort of like
1: um plight his of plight becoming...
0: of becoming king would have been an interesting film the the daughter yeah. if If she even wanted to be queen, you know, that could have been an interesting topic.
1: Yeah, true. You see, that would have made it a bit more spicy, is the fact that if if she was... If it was set
0: up that she was supposed to be queen, because he doesn't have an heir, whether or not she wanted to be a queen.
1: Yeah, That would have been really interesting, the fact that if um, they found out about you know, the, the, the illegitimate son. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, thank goodness I can get out of this responsibility. That would have been like so much more interesting. And then at the end actually like sucking it up and going, you know what? I re- I think I probably should be uh, queen. You know, I have people wanting to, me to be this way. And, and also I, I've, got the kind of right mindset and it's just me being nervous about taking the position um than it is actually me not wanting to be queen it's just me being nervous to take that rule um would have made the the whole like character much more spicy and beautiful and i think
0: yeah there could have been some really interesting topics to explore there um so i mean yeah I i think for me this this film um, I think I rated it on Letterboxd as a 2.
1: Oh, wow. OK, I was not expecting that. <laughs> um, I,
0: <laughs> it, it It's an average film yes. that I probably err on the side of not recommending.
1: Oh, I. you see, the thing is that if you've watched the original, I would definitely recommend watching this but out of the two films which i which one i would much rather watch again definitely the first yeah would i uh, e- even after watching the first one again would i watch the second one most likely not but it, at least i would be happy watching the second one again if i did watch the first one especially with somebody else who hadn't seen it um And so I I feel like my rating for the film was given uh, because it was actually, you know, it it was very funny. I I thought there was was definitely a few scenes which I laughed out loud. There's Wesley Snipes, there's Morgan Freeman, there's, you know, uh, Darth Vader, James Earl Jones himself, you know, who just was a a brilliant person and character himself, you know. know there's a lot about it which is just great it's just unfortunately the story and the kind of underlying tones of the film which kind of made it suck in that sense um but it doesn't mean that for me it's not a film i wouldn't watch again um I, i i put it on maybe the same part or just slightly above than uh willie's wonderland in the sense of how re-watchable it is
0: so um i, I probably won't revisit
1: uh... yeah i i think it'd be interesting to revisit maybe sometime in the future but um just yeah, just you know if someone else hasn't seen it but that's about it um i don't think i'm gonna go out and seek it uh in the future but Yeah, um, and um, I feel like uh, both um, Eddie Murphy and uh, Jermaine Fowler could have definitely been better princes.
0: You think you could be a better prince?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like, you know, like those trials, (laughs) what what a joke.
0: You know what you have to do then?
1: What? What? what, Hang on, wait, what? (laughs) What what are you talking about?
0: You, You have to go get
1: a lion's whisker now. Uh, sure. Let me just go and sort that out. Yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. One sec. This is definitely not a good idea. One sec. Uh-oh, this is not a good idea. Hang on, wait, wait, wait a minute. What was it? No, 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 no. Ah! No! Ah! Hello?
0: Dave?